Hello and herzlich willkommen zum Howdy Presser VVXV Review Podcast in English. I'm Ian Hamilton, joined once again by Mike Kilby. And Mike, how's it going? Yeah, all well, very good. Um, we've uh, just had, I think we had a very good uh, show that we've uh, just had. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're heading towards the summer months and the sun is out. The long, well, we've just had the longest day, but uh, the long, long evenings are here. And uh, yeah, it's all good in this part of the world. And the, the hottest day as well, I think, this past weekend. It's like... But it was up in St. Neath for F Pro, it was like 32 degrees. And yeah, remind me never again to go to St. Neath when it's that hot. Like, it was really on the edge of, no, dear God, if you don't have anything to drink, it was not that bad. I mean, like, the things the private centre, obviously, it's, I guess, like a community centre place. No yeah. aircon or, no, if I hadn't opened the doors, I'm pretty sure we would have needed an ambulance for someone's back, and it was that stuffy. But, um, yeah, all as well, as well, but um, yeah, say one big show was what two weeks ago now, Drive for Champions, and we're gonna go uh, upside down in our usual format because one big story coming out of this. Um, and it was right at the end of Drive for Champions, we've got a new WXW Unified World Wrestling Champion, and it's Robert Dreisker. And I mean, the way so obviously going in, match announced was Ilya against Mike D, Ilya beat Mike D just in a quarter of an hour. Um, a really good match, yeah, I think it's one of those, you know. Mike D's second or third match outside the carrots weekend after WrestleU. So I think going in the fact that because of injury he'd not had that many matches, it you know, really did feel like yeah, maybe it's a bit too soon to do the whole you no, know, hey, I'm a new guy in the block, you no know, steam room for everyone. So for me I wasn't too surprised that he didn't win, but then you know what happened afterwards. I mean, I think both of us would know Strigger's tweets you know, live from the show. So oh, Ambos are back out, and then off. Oh. So yeah, we did the whole you know, Robert Dreisker, um, no, no, you're fighting champion. Well, how about you fight me anytime, anywhere, here and now? Um, and to be fair, it wasn't like a, you know, a, you know, one of you know, one of those flash pins. It was it was a very short match. Um, you know, he did use the mask to cheat, but it was with Dreisker bomb would won it. But yeah, uh, Shikahiro Iwie's uh, runners relatively unified world wrestling champ. Gone in just under three months. Yeah, but I think it has been a good reign. Um, he's obviously taken the he's taken the belt abroad. He's represented himself quite well as a um, you know as a champion, a very very popular champion. Um, it's a great way to get heat on um, someone like Oscar, who I think, despite all of his um, despite all of his antics and being you know, arguably the biggest in the company, he's still very popular because of who he is. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's been a, it's been a good reign, but uh, obviously kind of a long overdue run with the title. Hopefully for Rodrigo here. Yeah, I mean that makes Rodrigo's what they call like the Grand Slams have a shotgun. Obviously the tag many yeah, times. Yeah. Um, so he's had every belt. But one thing he hasn't had so far is carrot, and I know he's always been our, our perennial. Oh, Rodrigo uh, slash Avalanche going to win carrot this year. Um, no, I guess that's the last bit of the puzzle for him to do if you want to, you know, collect them all. But um, yeah, that wasn't the end of the night for Ambos. Um, but we, we may as well go from the bottom up and record with that. Uh, so pre-show we had Julia, JC Storm, Calypso pinning Ruthless Lala, Devlin Macabre, and Michelle Green. Um, so we had two. Six... Good, this one. Yeah, so we had two six-person tags on this show, and I gave them both the same rating, but I preferred this one. Like just yeah. um, not even, not even a case of. Like, no, JC Storm, uh, Lala, Macabre. 
all from you know, CCW crew and I guess Devlin uh, kind of tagging more as an action wrestling representative from all the promos. So, you know, three names who I certainly haven't seen as much of. And I thought they, you know, I wouldn't say they stole the show, but it's a really pleasant surprise. And I know Julius okay, in... Sorry, yep. Yeah. And I know from the uh, Five Trevor shows, they've uploaded half it. I think um, uh, there's some more coming on Monday, I believe. And I think everyone on involved here you know, had a decent show on there as well. Um, I think really, you know, they gave Julia the win. She's been announced for 16 carat gold. What's a... Uh, I know in Dubex we, we don't use, but in uh, the Netherlands, it's Julian Glass Belly or something like that. Julian Glass, I think. So, you know, you've got someone there who is new on the scene, I guess. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, we've pretty much put in a broader in, she's got the win, so she's not the, hey, you've not seen her before when you come to Femfertal in a few months' time and get the crickets. And I would expect, you know, no shock at the top. You'll probably she'll probably on the lineup some way in the dark match as well. I will say about Julia, um, a lot of the um, Dutch wrestlers because I follow all of the Dutch wrestlers on uh, Instagram and things. They're all very high on Julia, um, quite like notably. Not just because like oh they they have a friend or whatever it is. They're all very noticeably high on Julia, and I think it's going to be quite an interesting. I think. And the the performance she had here was pretty good as well. I think there's there's almost a you know there's potentially quite a big you know quite a good wrestler coming out here. I mean, again, it's a nine minute match, so you're not going to get too yeah. much time to shine. I think in terms of no, I saw from a I European we, point of view, though. Yeah, I guess in terms of what we saw in the match, I guess the nearest proxy would be um, Maya Matthews when she had that big you know, debut push on Rev Pro. And I, yeah. I guess, you know, again, one match, you know, you can't, you know, it's not unfair to compare anything, but definitely the fact that out of everyone in this match, it wasn't Calypso who, you know, not a while back, they were kind of priming for a run of the title. It's her who got the win. So maybe it's a case of keeping all options open because, you know, as we're getting too late in the show, that actually women's title may not be coming back around the waist of Ava Everett if uh, things go a certain way. Um, yeah. But I mean, on the main show, Tristan Archer beating Peach Tahani just in a quarter of an hour. Uh, pretty good match. Uh, Archer winning through foul means, and that's leading to a rematch in Frankfurt. Um, but I think it's noble that Tahani's little winning streaks coming to a crashing end just as the Axel Tisha stuff's coming back up. Yeah, it's almost like putting him back into bad form, isn't it? Um, it's. Uh, I thought this this match with Archer was was pretty uh, pretty neat. Actually, it was a good. Um, Quite well paced. Um, Tihani looked tired toward the end. You know, it was it was Archer just kind of wore him down for the whole thing, really, didn't he? I think part uh, of it as well is it. I wouldn't say put him in his place. You know, something like, "Hey, you've had a few wins, and I'll get back to the opening match," kind of stuff. But certainly, it's been a case of right. You've had a few wins. Don't get carried away. Spirit. Yep, you, you've got to book your ideas, but don't get carried away. Because I mean, in the Tisha series, he's two 0 down. Can't afford yeah. to lose any matches. So, you know, this, you know, this and I'd expect the Frankfurt rematch will be that big wake-up call that you'd expect he really needs for, for all this. But, um, so we're going to get three rematch in Frankfurt next weekend. Uh, next we're at Fast Time Moodle beating Alicing, uh, 6 minutes 20. I, now... It was good I like fun, it. I thought. It was good. I mean, it was the fun. One, the one visual that I'm going to take away from this, and, you know, cancel me if you want, the airtime Moodle got an Alicing on some more suplexes. 
it was almost like a video game. Like it was scary. Like it was like a really suplex. Right, like a ragdoll, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like yeah. the amount of hang time she was getting on a regular suplex. Like that's not. But I mean, like with this, you know, it was her first appearance since um, sixteen count gold revenge. Yeah, but always no. With this, it's always going to be very painful. Like it's you know two very similar styles meshing. The fact that, like it was a very short match and you no know, Muda won pretty cleanly. I don't know if they're prepping him for something coming up, but um, certainly you'd expect with this, uh, Ink probably could be knowing any women's title picture for the foreseeable future, which, again, I know we said in the past, you know, if she's going to be put back in that scene, you need her to be winning, not squashes, but dominant matches. And this she's been winning decisively, you know, as I say, I think the whole dragon kick thing she had, that needs to be her finisher. She should have been knocking people out for about three months before she got anywhere near that title. They should yeah. have protected that move a lot more. Again, no wrestling. If you know, we need to protect. You know, and anything can be rebooted. It's not like you know, it's done and yeah. you know, done it's forever. But uh, next up, we had the return of rotation. It was what about a year for day since his last match from knee injury? Uh, so it was him, Anil Marek, and Ilya Bloom. They beat the CZW trio of Griffin McCoy, Matt Quay, and Michael Mistretta. Um This one, yeah, was fine, but there's a few bits which. God love him, but when it went bad, my God, it went bad. It was that dive from rotation. He got hung up in the ropes. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think, I forget it was, was another dive where they, you know, someone nearly ate the front row. Like, literally, yeah. you know, head crashing into the front row seat. Um, I will say, and I, and I mentioned to you last night, Matt Quay, bloody video game for sake. Like, I don't think it came across as well here, but I know it's been photos posted, you know, on, on social media. Body like a action figure. Yeah. Or the um, was it the old WWE All Stars? The old, no, yeah. when everyone looked like they were really <laughs> pumped up. Like, I mean, well, I mean these guys will be and maybe a few other things as well. But I mean, certainly stood out for it. Um, McCoy, I know he's been on a lot for a while. He's originally part of um, was it Young Dumb and Broke with uh, I'm blanking horribly. Uh, it was the guy uh, CZ, um, game changer Jordan Oliver. Oliver. Yeah, Jordan Oliver. Yes. Yeah, he was part of that group when that was originally thing in CZW. And Mistretta, I've not seen before, but no, I've seen the name a few times. It ain't the CZW of old, I guess the best way to say. But um, I wouldn't say they didn't let themselves down, but I think certainly if you thought CZW was. It was the last uh, combat zone match was. Um, God, it was a Joe Gacy and Anthony Green, Carrot 2020. Yep, CZW's gone through a lot since then. And like I say, the fact their shows they're all in like you know, tiny studios by the sound of it. Um they all gave good account themselves, you know, they lock these guys and you know, there's a lot more on the Fight Forever shows who weren't even on the show, which surprised me. Like I, mean, I know we rattled through that list months ago, but the number of guys from CZW who weren't even on the show with trains, like you could have run a whole show with just those guys, it felt like, and I don't know if uh, Preston City and uh, PWH in Holland, a lot certainly did by the look of it. Yeah, I think they all they all went. Um, it was well, it was more of a training exercise rather than a his CZW invading Europe, isn't it? It was more of a yeah, excur- like like a, it was an excursion sort of thing. So I think you know the people who got the chances were well. Let, let's face it, you know, um, at least six, well six people got on this card. So, you know, they didn't... It's six out of however many... Was it 18 that went over? 
It's certainly, I don't have a list to hand, but it certainly feels like it was a yeah. no good no, 15, 18. Six, six, six out of them got on this card. A few of the others got on the flight for everything. A few of them got booked mm. in Preston. A few of them got booked in um, Holland. So, yeah, they've all kind of had their shots elsewhere. So it's not, I don't think, and I think even if you, they only did training, it's not a wasted time over here, is it? At all. I'm looking looking as well. CCW even ran sh- a show in the States while they were over here. Yeah, who bloody so was like, there? Who was left? Um, so I'm looking through names like we'd recognize. Um, uh, O'Shea Edwards, who oh, did okay. the, uh, not the wild card last it. year. Yeah, well, I... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the deal is. I, like, I know he's always on Twitter and not, he's not getting promoted elsewhere. He's a name I'd love to see back, but I also don't blame him not being part of a you know, training group. Yeah, kind of one yeah he's, too, he's too big of a guy to really be doing that. Uh, Jared Diaz, uh, the guy who got completely confused by you know an English Jets fan in Germany last year. He was main event man as well. I think he won a number one cont- uh, contendership match. Uh, but yeah, just going through, obviously on cage match, uh, Boom Harden, JC Storm, Matt Quay, Aaron Ash, Richard King, Griffin McCoy... Mike Walker, Vinita Tolotta, Isaiah Wolf, Michael Mistretta, uh, Rufus Lala, and I think those are the names that jump out as GC. Also, you're looking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So you're looking like a good 11, 11 or 12 there alone. And that's just from the um, Preston City show. So, yeah. No, I say they'll, they'll equip themselves well, and like I say, you'd expect, you know, there's the wildcard stuff. Uh, no wheel of wrestling stuff. You expect them to be in the mix as well, you know, because I think every single one who's involved you know, didn't have a negative word to say, which you know it's an ongoing trend with the WXW Academy. Yeah, anybody who goes there ends up in you know it's it proved the proof well, is uh, always the testimony is after anybody leaves and they say there's you don't ever see anybody complaining, do you? I think there's been a lot of names um, this week. It's been well, this past few weeks. It's been over the academy. Um, just looking now, uh, we had Devin Macabre's over, obviously. Um, so Luna Blue from had a rep for appearance and you know, part of like the Welsh lot, for one better word. A few of from Wales have been over, so it's not just been the CCW folk. That academy's yeah. been busy and new ways. And also, is knowing the weather in Germany the last few weeks Ooh. rather than the me. <laughs> yeah, hot, hot, hot. And, and we'll again touch about the five Trevor stuff uh, when the second half's done, but. Uh, going on with private champions, uh, Norman Harris beat Levine on a strap match. Um, back in gimmick hell, guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, 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 the thing is, I wanted to like this match, but as soon as they said it's touch all four corners, like, you knew what the finish was going to be because it's wrestling, that's pretty much the only finish. Yeah. No, is, hey, the bad guy's going to win, he's going to sneak, touch behind every, you know, for a good guy and then pull him back. But the whole um, Metahan. In, no interference or what the hell that is. This feud doesn't feel like it's going to end, and I don't understand. Like, no, this was the essence of the feud was Norman House and Levan. They did a bloody story a video package beforehand. No, yeah. Harris screwed Levan at every turn. He no unfairly took the title off him, and now we're getting no Metahan. He got a title shot which he did screwed on Naf all with at fan. He's now back in the mix, and we've got Yearn, who's back from injury, and we're doing an I Quit tag match next weekend, which I just have this nasty feeling, I'm, I'm glad I won't be proven wrong, 
It was at Royal Rumble 98 with the recording of I Quit, I Quit being played. Yeah. I just say this is going to go extra gimmicky and like, it's for someone, this feud ain't for me. Yeah, I, and this, 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 um, are they afraid to wrestle other people? Uh, I mean, certainly being, I mean, this has been going on since Carrot and even beforehand. I guess you can probably argue Norman's kind of been offering since before, you know, while he was in the job. So you've got a, you know, a, a lot of matches there. But I think it's the kind of thing we've had injuries. You know, Levinel's been out injured, Yearn's been out injured. So it's probably been elongated a lot more than it probably would, you know, should have been. But yeah, I think this is the kind of thing, you know, get through maybe to short to shortcuts and just you know, put a pin in it there because, yeah. I don't see any, I mean, you've done the Meta Hand title shot thing, you know, you've got done all the last hangovers, knock on wood of, you know, Norman's um, co-op runners, you know, as sporting director. I don't see what the ending this is apart from you know, what you know, one side wins, the other side lose, and then they go on the merry way. It's like, this doesn't feel like, Watch the Slavaniel pin Metahan and that elevates him because I mean Metahan's not exactly been you no know, light in the world and fine. We've said you know, since he's no, come he's back, circling the drain. I feel like on that. You know, same thing like with uh, Yearn. I mean, I know we, we are somewhat biased, but I think if Yearn, if if it's like a dominant squash of Norman, I could you know, put him in line for. There you go. You've got your next your, your next uh, tricycle challenger. Have him you no know, dominate. You no know, Norman and or Metahan. Gerrit Levaniel, no, another injury, whatever you want to call it. Win shock top. Maybe that's how it finishes. But, you know, Yearn's path, you know, I can see getting any kind of real elevation out of this. Yeah, because he's the biggest star out of anybody, isn't he? It? It's, you know, even, even, um, unless, you know, Met, we're, we're speaking about Messerhan here. If it was Lucky Kid, then maybe, but it's, you know, Yearn is, Yearn is the biggest star of anybody in that group, really. So there's just, there's just not much really that can be. Uh... Yeah, there's. I, I just don't see what anybody's getting out of this ring. <laughs> it's just. We'll, we'll see. We'll find like next week. Every time. Uh, moving on, we've got the shotgun title. So Lawrence Woman pinned Patrick Borg just for the seven minutes. I thought this was fine, but again, not like the crowd. This, it wasn't the same crowd. It wasn't the same vibe as you had at Ambition. Yeah, decent enough match, but again, you didn't have... expected. Uh, that match, this match yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, and it was it was interesting. I mean, obviously, uh, we didn't mention it, but at the start of the show, uh, it was there or during the show, there was a uh, video with, with um, actually, it was at the start, wasn't it? Where Dreisker said, you know, we're all going back to what we know, we're not having amboss finishes, we're you know, we're all going out by ourselves effectively. Yeah, commentates and pundits are making fun of us, we don't want to be that way, we want to be yeah. the true amboss, yeah. Yeah, so it's almost like, you know, Ambos going back to the roots of being honourable, you know, it's about gamesmanship and, you know, it's, they're, they're dirty, but they're not, they're not necessarily breaking the rules. Um, Ending not yeah, breaking rules, yeah. Yeah, bend them. Um, and I, I thought it was quite interesting in this match that, you know, Roman effectively did get a clean win here. Yep. Which was, um, you know, great for him, really. And again, no, we will save skin later on, but you no, know, Amboss GMC, that's seed still being planted, and we did a thing on the well, we'll talk about the news pieces, but you no, know, they're keeping this going. This isn't like, oh, 
Lawrence beat uh, Bork and Matt's it done. This is going to keep rumbling on, but uh, something else rumbling on. We had a four-way with shortcut for top implications. Uh, Baby Alson pinned Maggot in a four-way, which had Metahan and Igel Blanc in. Uh, by Rath, so now Baby Alson is the last person in shortcut for top. Maggot's got to start at number one. This didn't really click for me. Like I know this the storyline we've gone throughout was Baby Allison and Maggot are no, far from the same page. Metahan you know, didn't want to you know, touch or wrestle Allison because he's honourable. Igel Blanc was Igel Blanc and you know, kind of the odd man out here, but I guess to prefer the Allison Maggot thing was fine, but I thought for 12 minutes as well is a bit more long side. Yeah, it was it was just a lot of um it was just a bit I just thought this was a bit of a uh, bit of a nothing match really. Uh the, the as soon as I saw these four people in it, I knew exactly what the finish was going to be. I knew it was gonna be Alison Ping and Maggot really. So it was um yeah, I uh, didn't really love this one to be honest. And then we had the two three falls match for the tag title, so uh, only friends, Bobby Guns, Michael Knight against the House of Hungry Dover and Icarus. So things what first thirty seconds, I think it was. Um, Michael Knight was absolutely Very waffled quick. with uh, the crossfire. They went one down. Knight was out for pretty much the rest of the match, but Bobby turns it around. They win two one. Uh, Dover took both falls, if I remember right, and just over ten minutes as well. So this is a very quick match. Yeah, um, it was a really, it was a real sprint. I mean, you know, thing was fine. I, you know, I would prefer, just especially with stipulation and you know, you know, the whole the surrounding with, with got a bit more. But again, you know, you can't you kind of make a night sleep and cough now. You'll know, bloody go to sleep there. But uh, yeah, it was pretty decent. Again, you had uh, only friends. You've got the tag champions. No obvious challenges coming in, so you'd have to think they're going to be. You know, if there's any defenses, it'll be like you know, challenges of the month before you get to World Tag League. And you no, know, guess that's gonna be their first true test. Yeah, I mean, there's a few teams who are coming in. Obviously, you've got um, you've got a uh, rivality. Obviously, we will mention that they're coming in soon. Um, and obviously, yeah, the the real thing is you've got you have a team with legitimate credentials going into Tagfest. I think here it's um, yeah, uh, more things will be coming up shortly. So. <laughs> And then we had, of course, the world title matches. And then after all that, uh, Ambos closing the show. You think we're standing unified. Then Dreisker gives the word. Dover's you know, laid out. Icarus standing there, does nothing. Al almost on the verge of tears, you'd have to say at one point. But Dover no longer part of Ambos. And if you believe the word no longer part of XXXW, they showed a segment afterwards, you know, him walking out of Oberhausen by himself. Uh, but yep, that was Drive of Champions. Very noteworthy, if only for the main event segments. And yeah, we're starting to lace a lot of stuff coming into short, uh, Shortcut for Top and Coswell Tag Festival coming up in uh, end of September. So yeah, plenty of that coming on. But um, yeah, we're a little bit upside down. So we're going to go on to, it's not just Oscar this time, Mike. We've got quite a few international superstars on our roadmap. <laughs> So it's, a bit, it's a bit like the old Trans Europe Express on uh, Talksport. Now we've got to. <laughs> it's yeah. This segment's certainly grown, but yeah, may as well start with the guy who we uh, found was found, of course, Oscar Loiber. A lot of losses lately. That's um, literally didn't mean it. 
has time limit draw against uh, Rihei Oiwa June 13th. It's the closest come to a win. Uh, but the most recent New Japan Road Tui's had a lot of losses uh, against the uh, Bullet Club War Dogs team. That's Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd. Uh, I think they've got like a junior tag title match coming up uh, very soon. Um, and then they've also lost to Togi Makabe and Tomoki Homa, which are more expected, you know, veterans and young boys stuff. Uh, Ava Everett continues to reign as the WXB Women's Champion. A uh, bunch of defences for the likes of Live Pro Wrestling and Fight Life. Uh, but the most recent one, uh, WXB had videos in uh, Driver Champions. She's uh, going to be on Major League Wrestling's Never Say Die event next weekend. So I think it's next Saturday, July 8th, I think it is. Uh, challenging uh, Delmi Exo. And it's going to be uh, the WXB title against Delmi Exo's Women's Fe World Featherweight title. Um, so... Unless we do like no contest or double DQ, someone's leaving with two belts. I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, it gives me something to actually sort of tune into, really, doesn't it? <laughs> I think that's going to be on Fight Plus uh, live. No, MW goal is somewhat nomadic, but that's where we're living for the time being. And I guess highlights to be on the YouTube Fusion show uh, at yeah. some point. But I think, actually, I think the show, the Fusion they put up yesterday, had stuff from just after um, WrestleMania weekend. I know it had Iwie and Alex Kane, not watched what to solve a match list on uh, on cage match. So, yeah, they're not exactly up to speed with their tapings, but, yeah, it's MLW. They've you know, got a lot of things and a lot of pies lately, it seems. But um, that's actually it's happened, but had quite a few weird announcements in terms of names heading over to Japan. So, first one... Feels like the transfer window is opened. Yeah, I mean, if, well, <laughs> we're coming up to the Summer Pals. So a lot of folks taking advantage of that. Eigel Blanc announced he's heading to New Japan next month. Um, sorry, All Japan next month. Misspoke there. Don't think he's had any matches announced, but, you know, I think we say... No, He'll be linking up with... Uh... be linking up with All Japan, like maybe doing a few of the indies. But this was one from the tweets, was it uh, Nick Ann Lee, the referee? Yeah. Looks like that's been what, she's been one of the coordinators of that. And obviously Endicara is there as well. Oh, um... for Big Japan, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, he's that in Big Japan, isn't it? I do apologize. Uh, but again, you know, you know, that seems very, you know, closely knit. And again, it's the kind of thing where, you know, especially right now, you see the next two names are going to mention, um, you know, seem to be a lot more openness to, you know, international talent coming in. Like, you know, next one, Tristan Archer's going over to Big Japan July 16th. Uh, he's working their show at Corican Hall. And if you give me one moment while I clack away, um, his match hasn't been announced yet, uh, but one match of his which has been announced, um, this was by uh, Fuminori Abe of all people, is um, he's going to be working for a company called, uh, was it Total, Total Triumph, Triumph Team? Yeah. Yeah, on July 21st, tagging with uh, Abe, going for the Triple T tag titles, which are currently held by, and I'm going to butcher his names, Tio Fujiwara and Takumi Tsukamoto, which no, you've got no Tristan Archer's got two bookings there. Um, I'm just looking down the Big Japan website that July 16th uh, show, Colkin Hall. As it stands right now, nothing announced, but uh, Archer's name is on that list of wrestlers, like players scheduled to participate. So um, I know his promo of a video he released said he was going after a title. Well, the two title matches that they've announced, the Deathmatch title and the Strong Heavyweight title, he's in neither of those, so I would guess you know he's there for more than one show and it'll build up to something if that is where they're going. 
Um, and one of a name com heading off to Japan, and not this complete caught me off guard. Tempesta, formerly Vinny Vortex slash Vinny the Beast. Uh, he did a farewell match with Bobby Guns at the Fight Forever show, which is dropping on YouTube this coming Monday. Um, again, I know Strigger's mentioned, but no, officially it's not been announced, but no, all signs point to him doing something big, and from what I've heard, a little uh, bloody as well. Yeah, so potentially heading to Big Japan as, as well. And from what I've heard, this isn't like a all for a few weeks, you know, all the bits I've heard has been, you know, he's going all in on this. It's not just going over a few weeks. He's properly relocating, which, hey, it's not, it's a bit of a gamble. Yeah, but if you're doing a farewell angle, uh, then, yeah, you probably suggest he will be there for... Well, it's, a it. it's a gamble. What, what, what's that saying? No, shy guys don't get or whatever it is. You know, if you don't try, you're not going to, you're not going to find out what's happening or what we're going to get. Like, I know no, this is no, not exactly fair comparison, Drew Parker used to be, you know, the you know, foreign deathmatch guy in Big Japan, and he's you know, kind of pulled back from doing deathmatches. So I'm not saying he's a one-for-one -one replacement, but certainly, you know, you know, there is a recent form of non-Japanese guys making quite a name for themselves in Big Japan doing deathmatches. Yeah, there's a, I think it's going to be interesting. Interesting uh, thing, especially the, 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 the thing that does concern me is that obviously he does have um, I don't think it's an unfair thing to say he has got a bit of a reputation for being a little bit fragile in terms of injuries. Um, and obviously, if he's going out there to work death matches, that does worry to me, worry me a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, both uh, injuries yeah. have kind of derailed. I mean, yeah. it was just was it just part of the pandemic? You know, he's getting a run and then whatever happened, he repackaged. So, yeah, I mean, see what it could I mean. Change of scenery may be the, the thing that does it for him, but We'll see where we all land, and if anything, there's you know, three more names just to keep tabs on in these segments. But um, it's a bunch of folks going abroad, but uh, close to home. Uh, Shortcut for top of course, that's in August, and there's a name familiar to some German wrestling fans uh, taking part. Sebastian Hackel. So he's he's the German one of the German language commentates for WWE. Um, he previously used to wrestle back in oh, ten years ago. Uh, Sebastian Sage and his hard style is in the World 16 Carol Gold Tournament uh, in 2013. Didn't make it, but um, yeah, I know this one caused a little bit of uh, controversy, like in terms of you know, so one of these campaigns, he, he ran up, you know, posting videos and then, you know, you know someone in this position, you're not going to do a campaign that's not already booked. And I think there's a few folks a bit, really, you're getting, if, you know, okay, he used to wrestle, but a lot of people, they're not going to see him as, hey, a guy used to wrestle, he's, com he's coming back. They're going to see him as commentators do, you know, get involved in this wrestling, like the, I don't want to say Logan Paul, that's the first name that comes to mind. You know, the kind of celebrity involvement, which, um, see how it goes, you know, maybe, you know, for, you know, maybe like um, the Drew Kevin Royal Rumble back in the day, you know, in and out, but... For, for, again, me, for me, it's, um, and he actually does, he did, he has sort of said that he is not just going to be a one and done, which is... Quite worrying. Uh, I mean, for me, I have no interest in this. It means absolutely nothing to me. The, the people I, I, you know, do know and trust, and there's people who are maybe not as, you know, hardcore as, you know, the, the, the usual suspects who we would be speaking to. I've sort of spoken to some of them, and they've sort of said, you know, really doesn't really appeal to them either. But I think the only thing is, is that ultimately, in the last... Let's say we've been watching, you know, let's say in the last five years, there's been no person who has 
created as much attention on a shortcut to the top as this, really. Nope. So as a as an announcement of oh the hackman is gonna be in shortcut to the top, it's probably put more eyes on shortcut to the top than there has there ever has been. No, I don't want to make this like as that a, is to say. I don't want to make this like a oh let's compare business numbers, but the last few shows Nobahausen have been soft. Like when mm. I looked at you know Fan and Driver Champions, you were looking around about the three hundred mark. Mm. Uh, and again, we know you know, what you no know, European economy ain't doing great. But it's that yeah. kind of thing where you no know, said well, promotions. If it you no, know, this isn't this is a intent to be a broad statement, not to dig at anyone in particular. But if a product, if people like your product, they will find a way to pay and see it. And yeah. no, I'm not saying no. We've made comments about stuff we don't particularly like. I'm not saying we're going to go. Well, we're not going to go and watch this. But it's the kind of thing where maybe this is a you know get a wide road and see if some people who have stopped going are interested in coming back. But We'll see how that goes. There's another name announced literally this, this evening, just before we hit record on this. Yeah. Uh, Mikhail Smolik, he's going to be taking part at the Frankfurt show next week. He's in the corner of uh, Patrick Bork, Ilya Bloom, and Elmauk. He's uh, fights with the German MMA Championships, trains out of Gelsenkirchen, there's your link. Of course, uh, Bork, Bloom, and Marek fighting Amboss in a six-man tag. We're getting another step close to GMC against Amboss, and I'm here for it. Yeah, definitely. Apparently he is the number twenty second best ranked uh, middleweight in Germany. There we go. So uh, yeah, I had a quick it. look at uh, <laughs> like tapology, something like that. And like I know he lost his last fight back in May. It was a cancelled one, but again, it's the kind of thing. You know, this is more what you'd expect to further the storyline. And hey, if you're going to bring in like a like a troop of GMC guys who are known or no smart names you know it's be better that than hey we'll get this you know, to be training to say oh he's one of their guys for a few months you're getting somewhat established names especially with, you know the day of the internet where you can check and see hey this guy actually does have a record it's not just random yeah. who's you no know, no trains in the direct academy but you no know, switch to the other room for a few months yeah he's um i mean that's the thing there's there's um They've got to try some of these people because, and the thing is, if these guys are saying, come on, we want to have a go at this, and that's great because, you know, for every three or four people who are maybe a bit duff, there's got to be one or two who, you know, there's something there. And, you know, if this Michael Smollett guy comes in and he can bring something spare, as as I said, uh, I've said, you know, we're on episode 2020, on episode 22, let's go back to sort of some of the earlier ones. The academy is an academy with passing trade, and you know we we look at the people the MMA crossovers. We look at a Tom Lawler. We look at a Matt Riddle. You know, WXW could be on the cusp of somebody like of that sort of caliber. Really, I'll go back even earlier. Ken Shamrocks, you know, yeah, even yeah, Dan Exactly, and then there's 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 them sort of them sort of workers who I think you know potentially they're they're sitting next they're training. One one room over, and that's that's the thing. So um, there's a lot to a uh, lot to be excited with. So yeah, I I don't know anything. I'm not going to profess to know anything about Michael Smolik at all. Um, as it was, as we said, it was announced literally about fifty, well, twenty minutes before we came on here. It's uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing. And let's say if you if you are building to a GMC sort of thing, that's that's quite a exciting prospect, really. And yep. you know things for like ambition and stuff. 
quite exciting. Yeah, make that more wrestlers versus your MMA guys and have it, you know, rather than I know, the knock-on ambitions being, oh, it's guys who don't normally sell German suplex suddenly selling like death. Well, now, you know, it's not, let's say it's not believable now, but if you're having a proper MMA guys doing wrestling, well, that's blurring the lines and that can only be a good thing for, for that particular show. But we'll see where it goes. But um, Driver Champions brought back another familiar name and I've not asked you this, but... The shotgun backstage vlog. So this was something Tassel Young announced on his blog last week. Um, so now what we what we used to do, and I think for a while we'll still be doing this. You see, like you know, we tweet out like a promo video, or it'll be like you know Dan Mormon interviewing someone would be part of the show, or we'd have like you know promo packs afterwards, and it was scattergun. It was a lot to keep on top of, and you know. I'm not things that tacit, you know, did you know that um Abe Everett and Becker are the Y2 cuties as a team? Because we've, we've never acknowledged outside of one uh, social media video. So now what we're doing, it's all being bundled up. It's being brought in as a, things after shows, we're going to call it the Shotgun Backstage Vlog. Um, so basically this is kind of what Shotgun used to be, just for the matches. Yeah, it's, it's um, I've, unfortunately I've not seen the full episode, but it's, um, it is bit more like what we want i think the only thing issue is that it's it's still i i still want the mix and i still want there to i want i really ideally i'd like the we love wrestling shows to be split into two two split into two weeks make them 45 minutes long yep and or even two or three weeks or do but, you know two three matches you you segments well, one of you yeah, you do. You you know, in between the marquee event, you split the Fight Forever shows and the the or the We Love Wrestling shows. Even if you just split the Fight Forever shows in between, and you just do them and forty, you know, half hour, forty five minutes. That's all we want. Because some of the Fight Forever shows, and I say, I think they can be a bit of a slod slodge to go through, to be honest. Sometimes, and if there was the odd. If there was the odd angle or something to keep me, you know, interested, it would keep me watching all of them. But I think sometimes that—that's just what I want. But this is a step in the right direction. I just—I just don't understand why they're not just going back to the format that he even says in the um, the vlog that you know we lost we you know the international fans loved Shotgun because of the way it was, and now they're not here anymore. Well, why are you not trying to? bring that yeah that. i mean for, for, i remember right when uh, uh christian left and they did the whole reshuffle their whole thing was you know the format of doing those and the mark events i think at some point if you if that's going to come back and this feels like it's been a constant whinge of how this has been at some point you know, if this is to come back you're going to need to press that big old reset button and have you know kind of like WWE used to do back in the day you had your big tent pole events you know your Back yeah. to the roots, your dead end, your carrot, you know, and have those. And then instead of your wheel of wrestlings, make them your shotgun tapings. Or, and do, you know, not so much the point where everything you tape is, you know, makes air, but have it so you have, you know, a no, say your shows like three hours long, have your, ta your taping, do two, maybe two and a half hours, which is going to air, have one or two matches like, you know, your main event, not, not, not a, a title match or something like that, where, Maybe it doesn't make it, maybe it does, and then you can edit in between because I mean, I mean, price fee, high feather stuff, they turned that around in just over a week. So, 
know, whatever work we've got, clearly we're able to turn around in my time frame. I think what the real time sync is, is for skits. It's the backstage stuff. Which so is the bit I, that people like probably the most, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's the, it is the, it is the trouble, I suppose. But, you know, they have paid full-time people to do that. And, you know. And the, in the same time, no, you know, they're saying, well, you know, a lot of promotions have got weekly stuff. No, no, like beyond with their wrestling open. MLW spoke about as weekly in some form or another. And of course, we feels like 30 hours a week to be in AEW put out on TV every week. But yeah, I mean, certainly it's the kind of thing where I can see if they're inching that way, but I think it's that whole thing of, you know, do we want to go back to having the quote-unquote shotgun tapings? Because if, if, if the shows themselves aren't distinguishable... No, yeah, but they, they didn't used to have the shotgun tapings. It was just like... Here's here's the 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 thing on shotgun were the 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 promos and the angles, and then it was a match from Bielefeld. Oh yeah, I mean like, I was talking more of the later day shotguns where they yeah I, the later the later yeah. the the problem with that is that they were filmed in bloody Cologne. Uh, no, they were filmed in Frankfurt, and the and the audience is terrible in Frankfurt. So uh, no, it was Cologne because I remember it was uh, Cologne, Gunny, wasn't it? Yeah, Gunny absolutely hated that LEDs. With lighting, it wasn't great for the directory cameras. To be fair, uh, may have definitely certainly some you know, things worth investigating. But it's, again, it's that whole thing of you know, do you framed as you know a wider two, and then you have your ten pole events. Again, you no, know, it's you no, know, we're not in those spots to make those calls. But certainly, the fact that they've brought back the shotgun name tells me they're certainly investigating that. It's not too much of a leap from it's, what they've brought back to what shotgun was. I'll, I'll tell you this. So, admittedly, we were all sitting on our bums because we had nothing else to do. But the moment that Shotgun 2020 was released and the series had finished, people who I would I would think it's safe to say had fallen off the wagon with WXW for various reasons. The moment that it was released, people were like, "Is it Shotgun?" And people were calling out the world work and say, "Is it good?" And I think that's the thing. It's Shotgun has still got cachet with the people. The people that were there, they know. That's the thing. And uh, I think uh, Shotgun is just, it's, such, it's still got a lot of value. And I think you just got to, I just, if, if you, you're going to go halfway, it's, you're going to get people, you're going to drag people in who used to like Shotgun and are going to watch it and go, okay, this isn't what I used to like. Never mind. You're potentially losing them ones forever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think you just need to go it all or nothing with this. Really, you either do shotgun or you don't do shotgun. And if you rebrand, then you need to come for another name or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But other stuff I, I, from... I would just, I would just rebrand. I would get, not say get rid of the fight forever thing, but why can't you just edit the fight? Because I don't think people are watching the fight forever matches, really, are they? Um, they just need to. <laughs> I, if they put the shotgun, always releasing them. Yeah. If they do the, this shotgun backstage thing, do the shotgun backstage, but just chuck the chuck like two, two five forever matches on. You can make that twenty. You could make that a fifteen minute thing, a fifteen twenty minute episode once a week. And um, you you half the um you half the promos in each of the episodes, and then you just whack the matches on. I'm looking now. They added the first part of the fight forever double feature stuff. Um. From yeah, from Galson Kirsch from Weekend for Last. 
uh, seven matches, and we're recording this Friday night. These went up you know, four days early Monday night, and only was uh, the Michelle Green JC Storm matches cracked a thousand views. Which, again, you know, we've spoken in the past. They've tried many different forms of releasing these. You know, they've done this as you know, they've thrown this out as you know, matches as part of the Monday live stream with uh, Mark and Met. They form yeah. form this out as you know straight up videos of you know he's the whole thing from end to end. They've done this, you know, it's you know, part A and part B. And we've said in the past they they clearly are experimenting different ways to try this out. Maybe we can find a way, you know, next whenever you do the next one, mesh some of this in with your shotgun blogs because yes. these matches are evergreen. It's not like you know, a lot of the time a lot of these matches are, oh we need to get this aired now because there's something building up to Frank version of this or whatever the next show is. There's, there, I, I don't dislike the Mark and Matt format either, and it's almost like, you know, I'd actually quite happily see, and I think maybe they are experimenting because they want to do something that is semi-live, but it almost needs to, you know, it, the Mark and Matt thing is almost like a, it's like a talk show, isn't it, more than a, yeah. which is great, you know, love that sort of thing, that's a great thing to have, but, you know, could you do the talk show as part of a reformed shotgun? You know, who is that possible? You know, it's it's a yeah. It, it, it's kind, a good kind, kind of like like I don't want to make comparison football. That's the first one in mind. Like, hey, we, no, we're going to throw to no. Okay, it's obviously we know it's going to well, be like football focus. And come back as a and then do, yeah, but then come back, you know, yeah. do whatever analysis, and then all right, we've now got uh, Dan. He's backstage. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't need to have Dan go. Oh, thanks, Mark Met, because if one of them's off sick, then it, it looks you no, know, it breaks the whole flow. But just something like, oh, we're going to throw now to Dan. He's with Idle Blanc, you no, know, because uh, or, or you just go, yeah. Let's let's react. You know, you you have you have the promo, you have the um, you have the interview with Metahan or whomever, and then you go, they they that said right, let's now react to this, and then they go. Shortly after that, uh, Dan also caught up with Idle Blanc. Yep. Here's the interview few highlights of what happened in the match, then Mark and Matt go and talk through what's happened or whoever's on the panel. You know, you're, you know, you, when I say football focus, I don't know if that's the thing that translates to outside of Britain, but, you know, you kind of, you could quite easily do almost like the studio format with the with the two people that's discussing, because, you know, Mark and Matt aren't part of the, they are part of the show, but they're not, they're not like um, main characters, are they? I mean, so Mark it, not really met sometimes in Eastern, some of the yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a peripheral form, better word, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like with that, with that regards, you know, you could you have the you have the uh, the format as say like it's almost like a semi talk show. I think that would that would possibly work as well. But and it's kind of it's, Mark's done weekly shows before. Was it the Fight Nation stuff? Yeah. No, you know, he's got form almost, so it's not like it's an alien format. I think it's the kind of thing, but not what the double experience is doing now isn't something where we're going, ah, stuff this, it isn't what we want, walk away. I think it's definitely something to be said for that. I don't want to say, no, the lapsed fan, but there's certainly a number of fans who have gotten a finisher shotgun. And even if it was like a irregular thing, I'm not saying do shotgun is an hour every week because that's no, not an hour. But, do, but do, yeah. even it's like forty-five minutes every other week, or some regularity where we can go right. You no, know, 
the first, every you know first and third you know whatever day of the month how you no know, we've got shotgun it's you no know, skits with build truck coming shows it's you no know, matches we're not going to see elsewhere in clips have fantasy package because i think right now as as we've seen as we've spoken about in the past the fight forever stuff clearly we're trying many forms but whatever it is just doesn't seem to click this might be this might be an easy gimme you know have the name it you no know, christ when we did and okay it was like I say it was a pandemic and you know if there were costs incurred you had fans who were you know, paying money for a sight unseen shotgun to and i certainly was i think you did as well you know the yep. you know the, you know, the virtual tickets i have the so, poster on my wall <laughs> yeah i mean we're not a visual podcast but i've got the Shotgun 2021 behind me and the short cup of top 2020 as well. Um, so again, if you've got okay, might just be the two of us being is, but there's a lot more on, on those credit screens. Um, but you've got a, a certain number of fans who've got like that cachet with that name. You know, what's the worst that could happen if you brought it back? Yeah, you know? the, 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 I just can you mean the, the fight for every match is that they, they, they all tend to be pretty decent, and like you know, say a few of them have had. It's not as if they the fight for other matches are just are just you know trainee guys. It's not. It's it's full. It's full. You know, um, it's people it's big names. It's, it's Bobby Gunn, Chris Archer. It's you know people Maga. It's people like that. They're all and it's it, it. kind of for me. It's just like you've got this thing here and you've got this thing here. There's this thing we had in the past, which was a combination of these two things. I, I don't know why that's not. That's not clicking in someone's head and says we could just do the thing that everybody liked. For me, but there we go. <laughs> See what's on the roadmap. But uh, some of the stuff that did come out of the shot shotgun vlog. I know that's you know, shotgun shotgun at the top. I'm going to chip all those for next month. Uh, French Doors are part of World Tag Team Festival. Um, we did a uh, one of the backstage quick fire bits with Igle Blanc being told Sens would sign them up. Igle hadn't been told. Um, so I'm saying is. Yeah, I would expect a certain team to no longer be a team after World Tag Team Festival, just based on you know, the seeds they are sowing. Um, Anil Merrick squared up to Robert Dreisker, so that's our title match for a short, short cut of the top scene. I said it again. Metahan Bermont, having never won the WXW title, brought up like some Maris Alani, Bobby Guns, another name from his generation, so he's now out for himself again. And Dover made his final walk away from the Turbine in Harlow, so between lines, maybe that's him done with double XW for now. Guess time will tell. And lastly, while we're on about World Tag Festival, uh, they've added standing passes for the show, so uh, just 100 euros for the free tournament shows, 160 for the festival pass, which I think is everything but the GCW show. Yeah, remember the, right? the evening, the night GCW show, I think. So, we've got those out now. Uh, when I looked earlier, you can still get you know front row festival VIP stuff. Uh, which you know, said you know, last show maybe not a good sign, but hey, you know, we cut price standing passes. Okay, it's not by ringside. Okay, maybe that's something we can do a deep dive in late in the summer or when things are quiet. Maybe that's one of the things which is you not know, maybe turned people off the whole all siege affair. But certainly, you no, know, we're getting it's like fifty of each. I think they said. So I know there are. I have seen some folks who've said they wouldn't have gone if it wasn't for this. So. Yeah, probably you know, get a few more uh, bodies through the door if not our seats for Tag Festival. Yeah, and it's a cheap option as well for people who, as I said, I think we've said before, but it's been a very expensive summer for people who uh, 
people have put their money down already for things, um, you know, things like Wembley, um, Money in the Bank this weekend as well. Um, it's, yeah, people have put money down already, and maybe WXW is a little bit further down the priority list for some people. So I think having a, a budget option, should we say, is um, is a good, smart choice, I think. Yep. So anyway, that's um, what's happened in the past couple of shows upcoming. So next weekend, uh, July 8th, Wheel of Wrestling in Frankfurt, the Batch Cup. Uh, they've actually got the full card out more than a week in advance, which, you know, that's, um, yeah, that's sometimes very under like, but certainly to have the full lineup, you know, ready to go. Now, I'm just doing a quick check of tickets. Uh, yeah, first three rows are gone, but, you know, rows four, five, six, and standing still left. But this is the card you've got. Uh, now for the World Tag Team titles, you've got uh, Only Friends Against Rivality. That's, uh, MBM and Ultima Sombra. Um, you've got Baby Allison against Maggot with Aaron Insane as a special guest ref. Uh, the I Quit Tag Match, Yearn and Lavaniel against Metahan and Norman Harris. Uh, Amboss, that's what's left now. Robert Dreisker, Lawrence Sorman and Icarus against Ilya Bloom. Anil Mauk and Patrick Bork with... Uh, I didn't write the sounds of scroll from the notes. With uh, Mikhail Smolik as the cornerman for the academy team. Uh, Mike Loku against Igel Blanc, Peach Tahani against Tristan Arsh in the rematch, and the rotation against Alex Duke as rotation uh, builds himself back up. Uh, next night, Wheel of Wrestling. This doesn't look like it's going to be taped, but it's the Club from Hell in Erfurt. Uh, Lawrence Roman against Fastime Moodle for the shotgun title, along with Norman House and Levaniel there, and that takes into the Summer Powers. Coming back out August 12th for Shortcut at the top of the Turbinen Hall. Uh, Sebastian Hackle, as we said, in the shortcut match. Elsewhere, we've got Anil Mauer against Robert Dreisker for the Unified World Wrestling title. Icarus against Michael Loku, and we pick up Axel Tisha and Peach Tahani again. Tisha Tunnel head in Matt Series. Uh, two weeks after that, August 25th, uh, Wheel of Wrestling in Bremen at the Aladdin Music Hall, formerly for Tivoli, at least, going by the graphics. So that's our joke, dead mate. Um, Maggot and Sense of Alto, Tristan Archer and Axel Tish against Peach Tahani and Neely Bloom of the matches announced. Michael Oku also on the card. Um, Wheel of Wrestling in Hamburg, Marktal on August 26th, while everyone else is looking at uh, around Wembley Way. Uh, Mike Dean, Sense of Alto, and Peach Tahani against Axel Tischer, unless uh, Axman wins at Chalk at the top two weeks earlier. Uh, September 2nd, Wheel of Wrestling at Salzgitter at the Iceport Hall. We've got Mike D and Peach Tahani there. Then you're going up to Wheel of uh, Inner Circle on September 21st in Gelsenkirchen. Then uh, World Tag Team Festival. And I know somewhere they announced where the last um, Tisha and Tahani match was going to be. And I'm just trying to find it. Yep, that's on. It was a uh, Novel Graphic just says Match 5 over Tag Team Festival There's no date Just says 27th, oh, 24th September So expect to be The middle Saturday though. That's where it yeah. fits um, But yeah So Our catchphrase A lot of wrestling to come A lot of wrestling to go But Yeah we've got Now four teams For Tag Festival um, With uh, So Just going through Those names again So we have got uh, Astronauts of Takuya Namura Fuminori Abe Psycho Mike and Maggot uh, French Tours, Igor Blanc, Sense of Also, just three teams. It's almost the fourth one, but not three teams there. We've got five more to announce. We're doing two blocks of four. Um, we've got six of the eight with Fembatals announced. So yeah, things are filling up, but you'd expect in the next what, six weeks. So 
going to be rattling out a lot of announcements you'd expect. Yeah, um, got to. I think they've got to put a few. They've got to get some get some decent names in. I think uh, we're we're a bit light on. Not that I always say. Not that I always think that we necessarily always need them, but I think we are possibly a little bit light on imports at the moment. So need to get some get a big name or two in just after shortcut or something. Get something exciting in there, and uh, I think we could be cooking. Again, we'll see how it goes, but that will wrap it up for another episode. Uh, Mike, where can we find you on all the socials? You can find me as at Mike Kilby, K-I-L-B-Y, on uh, everything. Um, I'm going to continue trying to find other social networks to find me on. Um, yeah, you can find me anywhere as, as at Mike Kilby. <laughs> At some point, Blue Sky will finally send invite codes out. No, that more, more simply drip feeding there. AdmiralVK.ru, if you want. Just uh, turn <laughs> your pop-up blocks and all that. <laughs> Find us, of course, at Alfie Press the Pod on Twitter, at Big Back Body Drop. Uh, I'm at Ian Wrestling. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. We'll be back in a few weeks for the Frankfurt show, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do in the summer pals. But, yeah, that's it. Uh, if you're, well, this can be dropping Saturday, so if you're watching this before the big WWE show in London, enjoy but we'll be back in a few weeks for a look at frankfurt and whatever else gets announced we've been up to presser and we'll see you in a few weeks cheers cheers <laughs>